0: The Pitch Sider. Pitch side for every game. Hello and welcome to the Pitch sider podcast. Coming up this week, we have sack in the Premier League, double billing of the Premier League, the World Cup preview and much, much more. But first, let's start with the news. And coming out of the Premier League this weekend, um, before the weekend f- fixtures kicked off, Aston Villa have sacked Stephen Gerrard after a poor run in of form. Aston Villa are currently sitting 14th in the Premier League after 11- 12 games. They haven't been the best form recently, many after their successful window. Have tipped them to many have picked them to be contenders in the European game next year, but it looks like they're more in a relegation battle than they are to be going forward. But this is this is a bit disappointing for Gerard as this was his time to prove that he was able to do it in the Premier League after having a successful run in the Scottish Premiership, but he now. Will either be taking a break from football or he'll be in line to maybe take another job. Some jobs he's been linked to is the English England job. If Southgate does leave after the World Cup. But time will tell. But more of a villa. The contender for them is the Sporting Lisbon coach Ruben Amaron. Um, He's one of the main contenders to take over after being successful with Sporting Lisbon. He is one of the most highly rated young coaches in Europe after his time at Sporting. Um, He speaks English and has a reputation, which has grown since joining Braga. And he led Lisbon to their first cup in 19 years, in the season 20 to 21. So he looks like he could be a good candidate for the Villa job but also there is other people that are in contention so there's also Thomas Tuchel or Thomas Frank from Brentford. Um, Elsewhere in the Premier League Ronaldo is having a outburst Um, after refusing to come on in the Tottenham game where United won 2-0. Um, he kicked off and he was banned from the squad for the Chelsea game. And he didn't play any part of the weekend. He wasn't even a featured sub. um, And he was being forced to train with the under-21 squad. uh, As the squad did focus on the Chelsea game. Ten Hag has confirmed that Ronaldo is likely to be in the team as we go on. um, And he is part of his future plans for this season. But there's also a lot of rumours coming out of United that he is going to... Maybe leave in January. He is linked to many clubs, um, especially Chelsea. Um, they appear to be in talks with him. Um, it would be free transfer in January, I believe. But to come to Chelsea, he would need to take a pay cut. So, Which is something we it is believed that he is willing to take after a poor season at United so far as a chelsea fan i'm not i don't know what he could offer to the squad um he does offer goals but we currently seem to be okay um i don't know if he'd fit into the current plan but just bringing him in brings a lot of money and commercial deals so it would be a good way to get some of our money back from what we spend on him which i don't I wouldn't really want to see him come, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. But yeah, let us know what you think of this Ronaldo situation with United, whether he will stay uh, the full season or whether he will move in January. Um, Potential replacements is Jao Felix from Atletico Madrid. But I believe Atletico Madrid are probably very likely to keep him. And it would be a mega transfer fee in the region of maybe 120 to 150 Um, as Atletico Madrid would maybe like to get some of their money back. They invested in him. In European football, um, it's been announced that this weekend that Frank Ribéry, former Bayern Munich and France winger, has announced his retirement after the 39-year-old has terminated his contract at the Serie A side Salanta. Sorry for the pronunciation. After struggling with knee issues. um, He scored 124 goals. And contributed 182 assists. In 425 games for Bayern Munich. um, And winging the Champions League in 2013. And also 9 Bundesliga titles. He wrote on Twitter. The ball stops. The feeling doesn't. Thanks to everyone for the great adventure. It's... sad to see any player retire um, but he's had a successful career he is probably one of the best wingers Bayern Munich have ever had um, and he probably will go down as a legend so good luck in his retirement and it'll be interesting to see whether we see him come back as a coach um, either at Bayern Munich or somewhere else it would definitely be interesting to follow his coaching career if he does go into that but it is yet to be known the final bit of news for this week is the Ballon d'Or so many of you would have seen that Carl Benzema as we predicted um, earlier in this season of this podcast that he did win the uh, Ballon d'Or which is well deserved um, I think this was the first time since maybe 2003 that both Messi and Ronaldo weren't in the top 20 and um, Ronaldo was 20th so It does seem that their dominance of this competition is maybe over, but again, Messi's having a really good season, so he could maybe get it next year, but they both are getting into the more late autumns of their career. So, yeah, it's more likely it's going to be a changing of the guards and probably an early pick is probably going to be Haaland with what he's doing at City at the moment, but he still needs to win trophies, so... Time will tell. So this week, as I've mentioned, in the Premier League, we've had two rounds of fixtures. So we've had midweek games and we've also had a weekend where we've had a full round of fixtures. I'll quickly go through the midweek games. So we had Brighton versus Nottingham Forest, which ended nil-nil. Palace got a late comeback against Wolverhampton ending 2-1. Arsenal of Man City was postponed due to Arsenal playing PSV in the Europa League. Um, Southampton beat Bournemouth 1-0. Chelsea and Brentford was 0-0. Liverpool beat West Ham 1-0. Newcastle beat Everton 1-0. And Manchester United beat Tottenham 2-0. As I've already mentioned, the controversy over Ronaldo. On Thursday, we had Fulham versus Aston Villa, which was 3-0 to Fulham. And Leicester City carry on their run of form, beating Leeds 2-0. Moving on to the weekend fixtures. On the Saturday, we had Nottingham Forest beat Liverpool one And Nottingham Forest got a shock win over Liverpool, which was 1-0. Everton beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Manchester City beat Brighton 3-1. The Chelsea versus Manchester United ended 1-0. Aston Villa beat Brentford 4-0. Leeds lost to Fulham in a 3-2 game. Arsenal dropped points at the top, drawing to Southampton 1-0. Leicester City beat Wolverhampton 4-0. And Newcastle beat Tottenham 2-1. So I'll quickly go over some of these games. Um probably the two biggest games is Tottenham versus United. So Tottenham lost 2-0 in this. Um United played really well in this game. United played really well in this game. Um Casemiro getting man of the match. Um it was United's dominance. Now, Tot- Tottenham seem to be losing their steam at the moment, especially with this defeat to Newcastle as well. The, this is going to really affect them. Um, they were dipped to be challenging for the title, um, and now they seem to be slipping and dropping points. Um, I don't know what too much they can do to come back. It's going to be... I mean, I just don't think their squad is good enough to be able to compete. Um, just, I mean, Kane and Son are really good, um, and they've got really good other backup players, but... They just don't seem to be able to compete, especially they should be beating United, um, especially they should be beating Newcastle, who Newcastle on a very, very good run at the moment. And yeah, it's been not very well, not very good season for Tottenham. Um, It was not been the worst probably, but they need to start picking up points. Um, So they still are third in the table um, as that, that game stood and um, currently they they still are third but many teams like Chelsea United have games in hand on them which probably will likely overtake them and last five games Tottenham have only won two and they've lost three so to be in third place where they are not going to be that successful and um, the other big game which if you would have followed the Instagram of the Pitch Sider, the Pitch Sider was at the Chelsea versus Man United game, which ended one Um It was very dominant by United in the first half until Chelsea made a first-half change and they brought on uh, Kovacic, which shored up their midfield. And it was more an end-to-end game. Um, and then Chelsea got penalty and then scored it, and then United went on to get a late-minute winner um, as Casemiro got a header and it just scraped over the line um, and it was given by Hawkeye. So both teams probably would be disappointed with a draw. Um, it, both teams would have been, if whichever team, lost, they were very likely that they weren't going to satisfied with this but yeah I think a draw was an even result for both these teams it was very 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 good to watch and um, very good atmosphere just want to shout out Trevor Chalaber. he's on a really good run of form at the moment and he showed that against United didn't let anything go past him so congratulations to him and I believe he go on run the match for this game as well Elsewhere, the other big shock was the Nottingham Forest-Liverpool game. So, Nottingham Forest haven't been on the best of run at the moment. Um, But Liverpool, after beating City and West Ham, you would have tipped them to absolutely batter Nottingham Forest, but fair play to them. Forest held on, got 1-0 victory. Um, Dean Henderson showing his worth in this game. He was very, very successful. And he seems to be loving it at Nothing Forest. So it'd be interesting to see whether his loan will turn permanent if they stay up. But well done to Forrest and well done to Cooper to from turning it round. So congratulations. So just yes, have a quick look at the Premier League table before we move on. So Arsenal still at top with twenty eight points. Man City have twenty six points and both of these teams are to play each other, so that probably will be who will go top. Um, Tottenham still sit in third. Newcastle move up to fourth after playing an extra game and having a good, better goal difference than Chelsea. In the Europa League spots is Chelsea and United, both in a game in hand on Newcastle. And a surprise is Fulham. Um, we're After 12 games, they have 18 points and currently sit seventh above Liverpool. Nottingham Forest are still bottom of the table after getting the win at at Liverpool. But what will be very successful for them is Wolves and Leagues are both on nine points. So it's anyone to play for with West Ham and Leicester City both on 11 points. So it's very, very tight at the bottom. Um, the league is still very tight. Um, we're only 12 games into the season, so still anyone to play for. I think there's about another 22 get odd games to play. So the table could shake up as much as possible. But whether Arsenal can hold on to that top spot or whether the wheels will fall off and they will fall back down, it will be seen. But yeah, let's move to some European football and yet start in Serie A so the big game from that weekend was Napoli versus Roma um, Napoli got a 1-0 victory in that game um, Lazio beat Anderlecht 2-0 um, and AC Milan beat Monza 4-0 and Inter Milan played a very goal heavy game against Florentina ending four three. Having a look at the table. Napoli are top off Napoli are top with twenty-nine points with AC Milan on twenty six. Um inter Milan after getting Lukaku sits seven in the table, so it's not the best start to them in the season. Um and could we have a different Serie A winner for the fourth row in a year? It will be interesting to see. Um, Juventus are sitting down in eighth so they seem to be doing okay but they just they probably need a change of management um, as we've mentioned before um, there's a lot of pressure on their manager now so whether he'll be there still at the end of the season it will be interesting to see but they're struggling in Syria and also in the Champions League so it doesn't look like They will have a very successful season. That does leave it for the likes of Napoli and AC Milan to be fighting out for this title. And it'd be interesting to see whether Napoli can hold on to their victory. They currently have a three-point gap to them at the top. So Napoli are in very good form, even after losing Koulibaly. In the Bundesliga, Union Berlin keep top of the league after... After 11 games, we have a point behind Bayern Munich. So, Union Berlin are still top after they made history of going top in the Bundesliga. But it looks like they've lost a bit of momentum. Borussia Dortmund looked to be good after a 5-0 victory over Stuttgart at the weekend. And RB Leipzig and Augsburg ended 3 all And Bayern Munich got a 2-0 victory over Bayern Munich looks like they've started to pick up some form after they had a poor start to the season after it looked like they were lacking in goals after losing Lewandowski but it seems like they've started to pick up a bit of form so this will be very very interesting to see where this Bundesliga will go um, and a lot of the leagues are starting to spice up now um, especially with Syria, Premier League, Bundesliga All the top teams are very close. No one's starting to run away with it. Moving to La Liga. Um, Real Madrid and Barcelona are sort of running away with their league. But they're only three points away from each other. So Real Madrid have 31 points and Barcelona have 28. Um, Both teams be scoring very highly. Um, Lewandowski seems to be hit the ground running. And so does Benzema. So... It's gonna be an interesting season. Um I don't think there will be any shock like we have currently in any of, in the other top five leagues. Um but yeah, I believe it probably will be Real Madrid's or Barcelona's to play for. And the final league you just mentioned was Liga Ligue. 1. Um PSG are sort of running away with it and they have five points gap, but it's the French league and you would always dip hip PSG to win this, but they are closely followed by Lens and Lyon, both on twenty-seven points. So I wouldn't rule out them two teams, but PSG look to have the quality to be able to win this league. So that wraps up this weekend's football. So that leaves us to pick our player of the week. Um, As I've mentioned. Trevor Chalobah did have a successful weekend, but I think this weekend you, would, I'm going to give it to the Newcastle player Amaron. He's got a wonderful goal in midweek, and then he also scored at the weekend. Um, he looks to be in really good form. He's really helping Newcastle get these wins. He seems to be a very creative attacking player for them, so that he's going to be a success and. He's going to really push them to the next level, which he already is doing. So he is the Pitch Player of the Week. So congratulations. As the World Cup moves closer, we are four weeks, under four weeks to the World Cup. And the Pitch wants to get you ready for this. So around the Pitch there will be articles released. And so this week, we're going to focus on groups A and B um, there'll be articles released for for both these groups so but we're gonna quickly go just through them a little bit and see whether we can pick we're just gonna go and quickly review some of these groups and yeah let's see where we can go so let's start with group A the four teams in this are Qatar the hosts of the competition we have the Netherlands, we have Ecuador, and we have the African Cup of Nations winners, Senegal. So let's quickly go through some of these teams and just have a look at where they're likely to end up. So Qatar, as the host of the competition, they're all automatically in this group, but they they have had a string of heavy defeats leading up to the competition. by the likes of Portugal and Ireland. Um, So it's not been the best build-up for them, um, but they are currently the reigning champions of the Asian Cup, I think. Um, So this may spin a positive outlook onto their mindset of this competition. And yeah, it seems to be they are the lowest-ranked team in the group. Um, And I I think from our point of view, they're probably going to finish bottom Of the group. Um, I don't see them really getting any points, or they may get one against Ecuador. They're a similar team to them, but yeah, the likes of Senegal and Netherlands will be too powerful for them. And yeah, I don't think it will be great showing from them, but it is great to see them in their first World Cup, so I wish them the best of luck. Um, Moving on to Ecuador. Ecuador have made it through the qualifications in South America. They did have a questionable whether they should be in this competition because one of their players, Brian Caselio, um, was not actually allowed to play for them after his nationality was confirmed not to be Ecuadorian. But I believe they still made it through. One of their biggest areas that they really need to prove on for the World Cup would be to score goals. Um, they seem to be on a, <laughs> they don't seem to be able to score many goals, but they do have a star man in their ranks with um, Enià Valencia and the former West Ham player has an excellent, excellent record for Ecuador, scoring 35 goals in 70 games. Um, I, I picked them to maybe beat Qatar, Qatar in the World Cup, but I don't think they will go any further. They, they'll probably lose to Netherlands and Senegal. Um, So I think they will finish third in this group. Um, Moving on to Senegal, this is where the stars really start to come out in this group. So you've got the likes of Mendy, Koulibaly and Mane in this team. Um, After winning the African Cup of Nations, this team looked to be very solid. They beat Egypt on penalties in that competition to win it. And they also beat Egypt on penalties to make it through to the World Cup. So, looks like if you're going to come up against them in the round of 16 or that in penalties, they're going to be very, very hard to defeat. Um, and they look to be a very well-rounded squad. So, it, I reckon they could be one of the most successful African teams in this competition. Um, I think they will get through the group in seconds um, if they can get a favorable round of 16 group they possibly could go to the quarterfinals but I think that'd be about how far they will go um, and the final group final team in this group is the Netherlands um, they have a well whole, whole host of world-class players in this squad um, and the pinnacle of that is Van Dijk um the Liverpool defender he He's had a poor start to the season, but he played really well against Haaland in the Man City-Liverpool game and had him in his pocket. So it's good build-up for the World Cup. Um, they've also got the likes of De Litt and Ake, who are both playing for top teams. So the Netherlands, they very, very likely to win this group, um, especially under the veteran coach Van Gaal. Um, they haven't had the best build-up to this competition after he has had some health problems but I believe yeah they will top the group um, and they probably go forward to maybe the quarterfinals or semis um, depending on how well they play. I mean the last couple of competitions they seem to have made a few mistakes which have led to them being knocked out of this group, knocked out of the competition. So it'll be interesting to see how far they can go but Yeah, overall, I think it'll be Netherlands, Senegal going through and Ecuador and Qatar missing out. The final group I want to look at this week is Group B. Um, So this is made up of England, Iran, Wales and the USA. Um, So most people listening to this podcast will probably, most of them will probably be watching either England or USA. So it'd be interesting. So they'd be most watching this group so let's start with england they're one of the favorites to go all the way um potentially get to the final or win it after reaching the semi-finals in the last competition and reaching the finals of euro 2020 so it'd be interesting to see whether they can win the world cup they've only done it once in 1966 but the squad is full of world cast players like Harry Kane, Phil Foden, just to name a few. Um, but the team's weakest area is probably around the centre back area. Um it's been they've been very, very lacking. Um but one of the biggest upsets for this is the recent injury to James. Um and Trent is also trying to struggle, is struggling to get back to full fitness. Um so the right back situation could be very interesting for England. It um, could be one of the weaker areas in the squad, but they still have the likes of and Trippier to be able to play that comp- competition. Um, yeah, many fans want to see them go well. Um, they haven't won a game in the last six games building up to the competition, so it hasn't been the best of start for England, but the last game against Germany which ended 3 all, did give England fans a lot of hope before they will go to the World cup so with a lot of the england players in form it's very likely they are going to win this group very easily but there's a couple of teams in this group that could pose them with a couple of threats Um, and let's start with iran iran is one of the most exciting teams in this group most people have not Ever watch the rants and they won't know any of their players um they don't know any of the tactics and possibly the teams haven't watched many of their games and um, they will watch them going up to this but it could make them a very dangerous and unpredictable team to play and they could be one of the dark horses of this competition um and yeah could make a real surprise in this group especially against teams like usa and wales um They, they currently in their leading up to the, in the qualifications, they scored 15 goals in 10 games. So they are able to score in this competition and they were the first Asian team to get through. Um, I believe they will finish bottom of the group. Um, they are the lowest ranked team in this competition. But yeah, if the teams don't do their research, which is very highly unlikely, they might do well, but I can't see them beating the likes of England, Wales, or USA. Moving on to the USA, they're currently ranked 15 in the world, making them the second highest in this group. Um, And one of their key players is their captain Pulisic, currently playing for Chelsea. He's their is critical for them and is likely to be one of their main sources of goals which they will really need to score to push on onto this competition they america currently are an up-and-coming team so they have several players amongst the european stage especially some at rb salzburg leipzig and also Leeds. Um, there is some that are pushing around AC Milan. so it'd be interesting to see what players will play and how well they do. Um, they They will struggle, I believe against England, even though England have only ever beaten them once in a World Cup. Um, the rest of the time USA have won. Um, but I believe they're more str- they're more suited and will similar be. They are a similar team to Wales, so it'll be interesting to see who will win Wales versus USA. Um, And I believe that game could be the team, the game that would decide second in this group. Um, But I believe they're going to finish second on goal difference. Um, I reckon Wales and USA will end in a draw. Both teams will lose to England and then they'll beat Iran. Uh, It just will depend on who is more likely to score. But with USA, it's very exciting. Um, I believe they probably will make it to round sixteen. I don't think they'll go much further. Um, so yeah, it'd be good to see how this goes down. Um and the final team in this group is Wales. Um, obviously their biggest player is Bale. Um, he is one of the biggest stars in the world, has been, has played for Real Madrid, but he is now playing in the MLS. Um And he hasn't been that successful in the MLS, so it'll be interesting to see how he does play in this competition, whether he'll be able to play four games without getting injured. Um, He has struggled with injuries. However, um, he is a big game winner for Wales. Um, But Wales seem to be running out of time because this is going to be Bale's last run at the World Cup, so um, yeah, I don't I don't see them going that far in this competition. I don't think they'll get out of the groups by finishing third. Um, But they're going to give the USA a run for their money. So this is one of the best groups probably to watch. Um, All the teams are fairly even ranked. Um, So it's going to end for me as a pitch side of view. The pitch side of view will be England top, Wales second, England top, USA second, Wales third, and Iran last. And yeah, let's see how that will go. That wraps up this week's podcast. Um, for the articles, they'll be released on the com. So do check that out. And next week, we'll be going through Group C and D. So be tuned for that come back and be tuned for that. But over this World Cup and so over the next couple of weeks, please stay tuned to the Pitch Sider. There'll be a lot of articles coming out, a lot of podcasts. It's definitely an exciting time to join the Pitch Sider community and get in contact with us. Um, but for this podcast, thank you for listening and goodbye. For all the latest news, transfers and football articles, check out pitchsider.com It's the place to be. Contact us on our socials, Instagram and Twitter is at thepitchsider or via email is thepitchsider at hotmail.com.